Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. This time, I'm going to do a quick store review. Will's going to critique me, and then we'll share some of our experience, most likely about the wholesale side of things, but who knows where we will end up. So let's start in. The website is kingstonglassstudio.com, a small local glass blower and artisan. Some awesome products like hand-crafted mugs, live-edge uh, bowls, and functional, I, I call it functional art, and art for the wall as well. And there's some cool pieces too. So let's. Begin. I'll put 60 seconds on the clock right now and try to find fast fix, free money, and then we'll jump into our expert insight. Let's do it. So, fast fix, uh, maybe just because I'm local and I'm really nitpicking here because the site is so good. But with Ontario going back into extra COVID lockdown today, I would put something in your homepage hero, what that means to you and for your customers, what they expect. So, does it have to be curbside pickup? Are you an essential service? Just update your customers on what's going on right now. Because if you think of over the last 10 months, what the best marketing is, it's a sign that says we are open. Let customers know that you are open and able to shop. And if not, how can they still purchase from you? So I would just say something like that is the, uh, the, the fast fix, which leads into the free money where you can start to ask for SMS often, especially with fine art and art for the wall, where it is you're asking for more than $2,000 per item, people might want to just text in and see, hey, can I get a picture of this? Can I get a close-up of the frame? You really have to do that, that selling that way. So I would act almost like that consultative sales rep for the premium items. And with that, uh, you could also get into, as we start to get into gift season, you could have uh, a whole collection related to, to gifts and just uh, gifts under $100 sorting by price point as well. But I have to say that once you scroll down past the products, handcrafted in Ontario, Canada, the Kingston Glass Studio and Gallery is beautiful. It shows your rich history. And I love Meet the Artists. So Alexi, uh, Miranda, Marielle, beautiful, beautiful job here. And especially because it is such a... Every product is unique. It's nice to know whose hands made what you're holding after you purchase it. Yeah, I, th I think you kind of touched on a lot of the things that I was thinking with that as well, um, especially with the options that are out there for SMS. I mean, the, it definitely creates an opportunity to create two-way familiarity. Um, you know, I think, you know, if someone's going to you know consider making a $2,000 purchase, um, you know, they're likely going to want to have some questions, especially considering the pandemic and the restrictions that take place. And so, you know, when you hook up, uh, you know, an SMS platform with your CRM, you know, it just allows you to, you know, kind of communicate on the same channel, provide pictures. And, and as you said, just kind of provide that like expert, like, you know, this is the person who created it. This is the person who's, you know, either curated or selling it. And I think um, that would probably help smooth, um, streamline some of the, the, the the per, at least the, the purchase timeline. Um, I'm also a really, really big fan of them, including the meet the team on their homepage. I think, you know, this is a, it's a very personal, um, you know, product that they're creating and selling. And I think, you know, at, at least on my sense of things, like, you know, I, I don't just, 
I have purchased a painting where I've never met of or heard of the artist. However, I think, you know, when you're spending this type of money, like sometimes you kind of want to get a little background about them and know, you know, maybe kind of some of their story and not to say that you have to sell it more than it is, but I think just kind of seeing the face that, um, that represents, you know, the, the brain and the, and the, the sweat that was put into creating something. I think it, it's a really good touch where I don't think that this would work for certain, certain companies. Um, I, but I definitely think that this, this is very applicable here. Um, Going down into the 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 blog posts and the content, I think uh, I'm a I'm a huge fan of of utilizing content in the best way that you possibly can. I do think that, however, this could live on its own, uh, you know, in in its own blog collections page, like that's navigatable through the menu only from just a just an organizational kind of standpoint, just because there's just a lot going on. But I don't think it really hurts you too much. I just think it would be better better suited somewhere else. We're getting so nitpicky. That <laughs> yeah. I was watching the Food Network once, and it was a competition show, and the judge said, it's a little thin, but I'm just being so nitpicky at this point because it's otherwise flawless. Like, when we're saying at the bottom of the homepage, you could use different blog posts to maybe show the quality or highlight certain certain artists, you you know you've done a pretty good job, all things considered. Yeah, yeah, you're you're totally right. I mean, the the only thing I would say above the fold, you know, is where where your menu is. I I think if you could maybe to me it wasn't very. I mean, like I knew that there was the menu there, but there's just something about it wasn't very intuitive to click. And so I don't know if if that's something that you can add an element. It looks like in your in your hero, you know, for instance, you have the shop now put into an outline box. So I think like <clears throat> maybe expand that consistency where you just put like a box around home a box around the glass and i, I know that the plus is indicative of of you know an accordion to some type but i think yeah. you just kind of like tie it all in together i think to me it might just create enough attention and just you know make it make it a little bit more intuitive but i mean again nitpicking. yeah it's so <laughs> just the top of the page real estate is so valuable i would take the menu and split it around the logo the left side being shop uh and the right side being learn so on the left side you have glass fine art art for the wall, et cetera, get created with your collection titles. It could be art for the home office, art for Zoom learning, et cetera. And on the right-hand side, um, the artists and the wholesale. I would just say, like, if you were to change one thing, it can be intimidating to see a painting that's $2,500 or a handcrafted uh, piece of woodwork. And just with a high price point, when you're looking at a different price range, which you do have. So just I would consider adjusting based on price point. Yeah, I I agree with that. I, I also wonder, you know, I, knowing nothing about their, you know, how they're any of the marketing and their communication. I, like, I agree that that it might create some some price sensitive, you know, opinions on things. But I also think that, you know, if if they're if they're trying to invite people who are, you know, who spend this type of money on art, I think that, you know, they might want to kind of let people know, hey, look, you know, this is where, you know, we're not just selling, you know, 30, 40, 50, dollars products. So I think that if, again, I don't know what the distribution of like the demo distribution of, of their, their audience and buyers are, but I think, um, I think that it's, yeah, I could take it or leave it, I guess. I don't have a better solution on how it would be displayed, I think, but, but I, I hear you saying. Like if, if you're looking at $14 cutting board oil, all of a sudden, $14 seems like a bargain compared to a $2,000 uh, painting. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, that, that might be what it is then, too. It's like where if you just kind of, and again, I think obviously your your products are, are put together through collections. So it's not like it's, they're not, they're not categorized by price. 
um, which I, I think you should not do. I think the way you obviously like it, it makes sense. Like you have functional decor, then you have, you know, feature artists and so on, but maybe, maybe a little bit more of a hierarchy in how the collections are displayed. So if you know that, for instance, your functional decor, um, you know, essentially like the teal mug, which is $40 sitting right above the Magnolia Magnolia, which is 3,800 that like there is, um, there's a psychology into that aspect of where like the price just seems almost outrageous, even though I might completely be able to afford a $3,800 mug. Yeah, I would. Or I'm sorry, not a mug, a painting. <laughs> yeah, I would. Um, if you could, you could afford a three hundred dollar mug, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> for sure, definitely would not put it in the dishwasher, but I definitely would drink some Death Wish coffee out of it. As you should, as you should. Oh, I, I did have one other thing too. Uh, going back to the meet the team component, I think I wonder if it would. Um, again like me being a consumer of things like like i love art like i'm a terrible creative i'm not an artistic person at all i think i love it so much because i just don't i don't have that ability i'm just always impressed with creatives and how they and and, and what they do and so i think um for instance like uh so alexi for instance like maybe if i were able to drill down into that if you like created specific profile pages for you know maybe specific members of your team and i'm able to drill down to alexi and perhaps it'll show in that page you know like uh kind of like do like a bit of an interview process that you can recycle for each of these these team members that you want to include this on but you know um maybe showing like past projects that they've worked on maybe like their favorite their favorite piece that they've created um just to kind of get a bit more like understanding of that, I think again for me, I, I would I would absolutely click that just to see what what Alexi or Mariel created. You know, I, I would want to kind of look at that. Um, yeah, granted, that you know that yeah. the blog post on the homepage where any yeah, you have yeah. your collection on the homepage of just quick hit add to cart make a purchase products, and then mm-hmm. you go through and on the blog it's the two thousand dollar oil painting or the six hundred dollar um, live edge bowl where then you're showing that process being made and just the story of how, how you made it talk about the equipment. And then just add, so this is just such a very good Shopify hack or tip or whatever you want to call it. Add the buy button into the blog post so then someone can go on and buy it as they're reading about it. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, but no, I think, I think it's awesome. And as you mentioned too, just kind of showing the, the legacy and heritage of, of the studio itself, um, you know, like with the, with the image in there, I'd almost even take it a step further and, you know, do a photo shoot of the inside of it today. Um, and, and I would take it a step further from that too. And, and then maybe even add that, um, add that, uh, that image into your hero carousel and then like allow people to then click into it and visit the blog and just to have a better understanding of the history of, of the business itself. Yeah, I agree. And they could even piggyback off of some SEO, like around various tools of the trade and stuff, because the people who are looking to buy, like very fine chisels or brushes it goes to show how much i know they're the ones that will appreciate quality products yeah yeah you're absolutely right absolutely right and um yeah i i think i think the site's awesome i think that there's a lot of opportunity here like and like i feel like we are kind of nitpicking a little bit um oh actually just notices too so you're subscribed now so you've got a Okay, so an email pop-up form that you have on the bottom. I think what I like about it is that it's because the site is very colorful. There's all, I mean, it's it's inherent with the the product that you're selling and creating. So there's a lot of colors. So there's a lot of there's a lot of call to actions. You know, more or less just based on the colors. There's a lot of places for my eye to go. So um, I'm not really sure where to stop looking. So I could see maybe why you would want to be a little bit more subtle with your subscribe now. However, I would suggest if if you're really trying to focus on uh, you know generating more leads for let's just say in a month i would consider changing the color of the the tab that you have there 
Um, but I do like the placement of it. It doesn't really interfere with, you know, me trying to understand what it is that you sell and, and, and who you are. Um, but I think that would be maybe something else to else to consider. Yeah, I would even remove subscribe now and just say, contact us or ask us anything, invite that. Because when, like it, it is a fine handcrafted product. And I think just 10% off, it's a great for 99% of e-commerce stores, perfect call to action, but just 10% off fine art is, it kind of ruins the mystique a little bit. That's a good point. Yeah, I think it 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 cheapens it cheapens your your product, and obviously, you know, like you guys are selling your products for for what they're worth and what you value them to be worth. So why why discount the quality of your work to generate a lead? And I think because at the end of the day, like you you might get some conversions. Somebody's like, oh cool, I can use this ten percent off. But what is that like? Does that kind of set a precedent into the type of quality? Like, do you want to be known as like being this you know very you know, one of one artistic, you know, like, you know, we, we value, uh, we, we determine the value of our product. We're not going to diminish that value for a lead. I think it does from a consumer standpoint, probably, um, I think potentially send the wrong message or, or maybe not the wrong, but not the message you want to send. And another thing about the verbiage of subscribe now, I think you're right. I think you should change it because when I actually saw it there, I was like, wait, I can subscribe. Like my first thought was like actual subs, like a, become like a subscriber to their product. And then I, I didn't even think about email. And so I mean, it did actually invite me, like, that's what made me click it. I was like, is this an email subscription? Or are we talking like some sort of like a product subscription? I think, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, you know, like, kind I of invite like a magazine. What's, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. And so I think, uh, I think if there's, there's, there's some opportunities, like, again, where you can kind of play around with it, where like, don't change the color, just change the verbiage, and then run it for the for, you know, a week, two weeks, and see if you get a lift in, uh, in people completing the form. Um, but I would definitely look at um, finding potentially a different incentive to get people to sign up, um, you know, either just in the sense of like, you know, having better you know, it looks like because of the content you're publishing that you you have the ability to supplement some sort of like a, a newsletter to some kind. Um, so if not, I would say if you, your incentive might actually be unless giving instead of giving them a discount, like what or do you are you over indexed on some slow moving inventory that you might be able to include into a purchase, you know, so it's like. I'm air quoting subscribe now and with your first purchase we'll throw in and I'm just going to say a set of salad tongs you know assuming that that's something you have sitting around I think and especially if that's something that people can then visit and see oh hey this is a you know a $25 product that I would get to add to my teal mug for free I think that that um, that way you're not diminishing the 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 quality and price of your product um but and that that to me i mean that i mean i i know for a fact that that, that certainly works as a as a lead gen incentive rather than discounting yeah, absolutely. And I saw the same thing with, with my sword treats happen where the more value in the promo, the higher the conversion rate. But if you look at your cost of goods sold or even the cost of storage, it actually costs you less than a discount and the brand affinity is higher. And it's also a great cross-sell opportunity where somebody who's only bought ceramics is now buying a wood piece from you. And that opens up a whole new category. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right, and I think it. And what it also does too is, you know, if if you have if you're using um, an ESP or an ESP, um, an ERP, nope, that's not also it. An email service provider. Oh no, it is ESP. Okay, I'll get my acronyms right. Um, like something like Clavio, you know, where you can identify people through their custom properties. Um, you know, it's uh, you. What I've seen too, where you know, if we if we incentivize someone to give us their email through through a ten percent discount, and then we essentially are able to identify whether or not they purchase on deals, and so then we've noticed that it's like, yeah, they'll purchase again, but they almost, uh, I'd say, like, you know, 
over 70% of the people who we, who we incentivize with a discount almost only purchase again when there is another incentivization for them to purchase again, because they're kind of just, you know, I think they, they've developed that type of relationship with our brand. You know, that's not to say that, you know, if we just would have offered, you know, hey, give us your email. And when you buy a bag of coffee, we'll give you a mug or something like that, for instance, right now, we've never diminished our product. And they're going to have this really awesome, you know, experience with our brand. And they're going to not just be looking for a 20% off or a 15% off deal in the future. And we're, we're essentially kind of, I don't want to say training, but they have a different type of relationship with how well, they, how, what they discounts, but they, nobody gets yeah. addicted to gifts. Yep. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, exactly. a little brat of a kid who only likes Christmas or their birthday because they get presents. But other yeah. than that, it's people are tend to be grateful and have a more loyal connection without discounts. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I think it, it puts, it gives you a more honest, um, appraisal of, of, you know, what, you know, like, again, like if we're just saying, Hey, sign up and, and we will include something for free if you purchase X or on your next purchase, I think it provides you a better, um, yeah, just a better appraisal of like the type of people that are signing up, you know, like, like these are people who are interested, who do have the intention of purchasing, or they have the intention of understanding more about your company. And then that will help them make a purchase rather than saying like, I was going to buy this mug, but it's maybe a little too much for me. Oh, but I can give you my email and get 10%. It just kind of dilutes the, the quality of the relationship and the, the lead itself. Yeah. But I think we are beating a, uh, a dead horse a little bit here. Let's <laughs> a little gear. over 60 seconds. Well, that's fine. <laughs> With 70,000 customers around the world and hundreds of five-star reviews, it's no wonder why so many businesses choose OmniSend for their marketing automation. Here's a review from the Shopify app store that I think said it better than I could of myself. Honestly, I don't think there's anything this app can't do when it comes to email automation marketing. I haven't been with them long, but it seems like whenever I try to do something a little bit more complex, Omnisend has the capability to do it. Their support is incredible. Thanks, Kara. I'm so happy that I chose this app over all the others. You won't be disappointed. Head to Omnisend.com and see for yourself why so many brands love Omnisend. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.